Hey podcast, uh, before we get into podcast, when I say hey podcast, I mean all of you who are listening. So first of all, thank you for listening. Second of all, uh, two little things for you to know about before we get into today's podcast. One, the Monday to Monday playlist uh, that Mike Boyd and I curate each week on Monday with uh, a lot of incredible music from a ton of emerging stars, especially if you're into Latin trap and hip hop. It's really made for you. Obviously if you're Caleb and you love metal, not for you. But if you are uh, the majority of people that enjoy hip hop or Latin trap, very, very much up for you. And so you can see that on Apple and on Spotify, Monday to Monday. I'm not sure exactly what, if you search Monday to Monday, it should pop up. That should be good. Search Monday to, Mo- Monday to Monday on those two platforms to subscribe to the playlist. And I hope you listen and I hope you enjoy this podcast. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What up, podcast? For today's episode, Gary sits down on the Moose and Maggie show to talk Jets, Knicks, and just staying calm. So make sure to check them out on Instagram with the link in the description, as well as hit us up and leave a review to let us know what you thought, and I hope you enjoy. Gary V has landed. He's wearing a Jets sweater. (laughs) Right on brand. He's the entrepreneur, he's the investor, he's an author, he's a podcaster, he's a public speaker, he's a social media guru, he's now a sports agent. Uber getting successful. It, getting into all things sports and a massive sports fan, a massive WFAN a huge fan. Huge fan of the fan. And we're like going to get that. to one of the amazing skills that you have is not only like reading the now, but kind of looking into the future, right? And seeing kind of where things are headed. A story like this, pandemic breaks out, coronavirus. You are coming at it from a, to- you think differently than other people. What's the first thought that goes through your mind as we're dealing with this? that people are focusing on silly things. You know, like people are hitting me up and they're like, Gary, what's gonna happen to my basketball cards now that the the NBA did this? I'm like, worry about staying healthy. Yeah. Right. You know, like America is so privileged, so rich, such an empire for so long, there is stunning naivete of what people are focused on, right? So for me, I'm always fascinated by people focusing on things that don't matter. Right now is not the time to worry about money. Right now is the time to worry about taking care of yourself and being thoughtful. And on the flip side, not being petrified to come in. Like I wasn't going to cancel this. I need to be on the fan. Yeah. Like, I'm just, you know. Well, what are you? What, okay. So then, what are you focused on right now, Gary? Staying healthy, obviously. Doing I have a th- thousand employees. Right. Uh, you know, in Singapore, in London, in New York, LA. So first and foremost, af- after my family and making sure they're all good, I have a thousand people to worry about. So I'm worried about closing offices. Work. Are they homes. all working from home now? We've got. We've got that. Literally coming out in a couple hours, we're gonna kind of put work from home with our offices here in the U.S. Talking to London, what's going on in Singapore? They're on the other side of it. Just, um, you know that the one thing that I don't think people understand about CEO life is it's lonely. You're the last line of defense. Mm-hmm. All I think about in the last week is, man, I wish I was in high school, because I'd be like, oh, we need to shut this thing down forever, <laughs> yeah. you know. But but since I'm, but because I'm CEO life now, all I'm doing is worrying about everything, right? You know, and so. Not scaring everybody, you know, because if one, you know, one case breaks out in a building next to you, everyone's like, "That's it." Yeah. While also being diligent and thinking about work from home, except essential things. So just, just being thoughtful. And what and the the information because there's a lot of misinformation out there. You know, deciphering the misinformation from the real information about what your what your employees and what you need to know. I'll be honest with you, Moose. Like th- this is like 
most people are gonna get this thing. This is a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't, you know, I know it's unprecedented. This is like, this is not about like wiping your hands. Like this yeah, is Governor like, Cuomo said last night on CNN, we're past the hand washing yeah. now. Still wash them, but we're past Correct. that Correct, this is real, real, st- I mean, New Rochelle is shut down. Yeah. yeah. The National Guard is in New Rochelle. Right. Let's get like serious here. Like, so what am I doing? I'm just playing as if, okay, we're shut down. Like this country's shut down for the next six to eight weeks. I believe that to be true. And so I play backwards from the finish line, just like the Jets thing. I'm gonna buy the Jets. I decided in third grade in Edison, New Jersey. (laughs) And basically everything I've done since has been reverse engineering to make that happen. Amazing. So the this entire empire that you have built, everything, the the entrepreneurship, the investing, how you were early on things that have now blown up, this uh the social media, I mean everything is all the end game is just to buy the Jets? Yes. Do you feel like that's going to make you happy? No, I think trying to buy the Jets is making me happy. Okay. Mag, if I don't I actually made a video 6 years ago that like holding up a newspaper like I was a hostage and be like, "Look, this is a real video." This is the day I bought the Jets. I want all of you to know, I'm not as happy as you think. I've been living my life to try to buy this team, not to buy it. Okay. It's the process. Yeah, I'm a sure. process guy. No, you're a journey guy. I'm what? a journey guy. Like now, when I buy it, yeah. I'm gonna wanna win a Super Bowl. Like yeah. I'm, I'm living my professional life to hold the Lombardi trophy up, look in the camera, and basically tell America I told you so. <laughs> well, what do you think the Jets do wrong? I think the Jets do what every, any team that doesn't win a Super Bowl in the NFL is picking the wrong management and picking the wrong players. It's not a Jets thing, it's an NFL thing. What you're doing is you're making the wrong decision at the GM level, at the head coach level, at the quarterback level first. That is the modern NFL, those three spots. And then everything else secondarily. You know, and that's something we're talking with Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk in studio. And because he is such a big fan of WFAN and grew up in New Jersey listening to the station, he wants to take phone calls. So line them up, 877-337-6666, your chance to talk to Gary V. Okay, so this is something you're into a lot because I listen to your podcast and I'm a fan. So you talk about how you don't double down on mistakes in hiring. That is your thing, right? If someone's not working out, you don't give them a year. That's right. Right. There is something about stability, though, in professional sports, something that the Jets have not had and something that people will look to maybe as a criticism. I get not wanting to double down on a mistake, but if you were owning the Jets, how would you factor that in? Because teams get criticized when they have a revolving door. When I own the Jets, it's going to be easy because when you have an owner who's a bigger fan than the fans, it's a lot easier. Like, I'm not scared of the fan pushback because... You're feeling the same thing. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, like, there's no fan that's, first of all, I'm going to buy them in 23 years. It's not like happening okay. tomorrow, right? The Johnsons aren't selling and I need to still make a lot of money. Right. Like, it's going to be hard if, to take on Q-tips, Yeah, Gary. if this works out, this is not tomorrow. This is going to be a, a couple decades from now. By, by that point, there's no 28-year-old from Long Island that's going to roll up on me and tell me nothing. <laughs> I'm going to remind him that I've watched more football, I've watched more accumulative Jets minutes than then he's been alive. <laughs> so I'm not worried about the pushback, and if I feel that I've made a mistake, which I'm more than happy and humble to admit, I'm going to make a move. Um, all right, so let, I want to get you, let's get your thoughts on a couple of Jets, right? Okay. Are you a Darnold believer? I'm an uncomfortably big Darnold believer. <laughs> You're I mean scaring that. yourself. Well, you know, your is, expectations look, are me, high. Playa, you know, Al, AJ, Alex. When we when we were watching that Rose Bowl, oh, we're texting with each other, and they're like, "This is our guy." When me and AJ started Vayner Sports, we were in the final three to get Darnold. We were in his living room. 
with his parents. And the last thing we said after two hours, I jumped in and said, AJ really ran the meeting, but I said, hey, Darnold's, Sam, this is the parents, Darnold's, <laughs> Sam, if I had my choice for you to sign with Vayner Sports and go number one overall to the Browns, and let there be no mistake, if you sign with us right now, you will speed up our business by 10 years, or you go with CAA and slip to three for the Jets, let there be no confusion. I want number two. <laughs> I think, look, when you look at his data around a clean pocket where yeah. he sits, look, he's a little bit of a sandlot Gotta guy. Protect him. He's a little bit more Ben Roethlisberger than he is boring Brady. He's not gonna be checked down Sam. Like, he's got a little sandlot in him, but the kid can play, and, it, and by the way, he's got that Eli dopiness. What I mean by that is, he's just, like, he doesn't care. He's yeah. not phased. That, you can only win in New York one of two ways. Jamal? Yeah. Where you're just so charismatic, it's uncomfortable and you live for it. Yeah. Or you're like even. And Sam's even. And Sam can sling it. And listen, if you're a real Jets fan, after Brett Ratliff, after Gino, after Sanchez, after uh, we can go on and on and on, Kellen Clemens, we have not seen a kid have this pocket presence. His pocket presence is oh, it's crazy. Thank you. It's great. His outpass, thank you. Gary, he can throw I'm with you. I love him. He can play. Win Super Bowl. I, I, I think he, I, you know what? I am always ask myself, do I want to buy the Jets because I want to be the one that brings the Super Bowl and if they win the bowl, will I stop caring the way I stopped caring about the Yankees and Rangers? Charlie Hayes catches that ball. Oh. I hug my uncle Misha and Susan Sarandon, ironically, sitting next to me <laughs> and I don't watch another Yankees game. The Rangers win the cup in 94. I'm there that night, game seven. Yeah. Best day of my life. My first championship, senior of high school, I haven't watched the Rangers game since. So I'm about the journey, Mag. Okay. Uh, That's so counter. It seems that a little counterintuitive, though, when you're a diehard I'm sorry. fan. So I'm wait, sorry. So don't apologize I, I mean, for I can't it. help my chemicals. So That's my DNA. So, so once if, you if win, Donald, you're done. So if I love the pain. So if Donald wins, uh, so you're like Beninga. The Jets killed Carl. I, I, that, it's kind of that. Like, it's Knicks and Jets now, and it's like just punching my mouth uh, we 24-7. Will, we will get to the Knicks. Yeah, maybe there's a little, there's a masochism. That's part of you, Gary. It's the process. Right. I'm obsessed with the process. Okay, talk about the process, Gary V, our guest. Talk about the process of getting Le'Veon Bell here because you <laughs> were a part of that process, no? Yeah, look, what's really, really, really cool is when you when you amass, you know, seven, eight million followers on Instagram at the white heat moment of Instagram, yeah. and when the rappers and the athletes are in that culture and you're bringing value and you bring value and you're doing all the right things, you start building up leverage and relationships. And, you know, I have no official relationship with the Jets, so like I'm just a fan. Mm -hmm. But I'm more than comfortable when you know LB hits me up. He's like, "What do you think?" I, I'm happy to spend. I mean, the amount of hours I spent on recruiting Le'Veon and Kevin Durant last year was very high. <laughs> really? Yes. What What'd you say to both of them? What was the? Pitch? I need you here at all costs, and I will do anything for your children for the rest of my life if you sign with if my favorite team. Like <laughs> whatever is interesting to you becomes my number one priority over breathing. Sign with my team. Now, did you have the? Were you closer with Bell than Durant in those conversations? Closer to, terms, to them, you know, or like Le'Veon? You mentioned Bell reached out to you. Yeah. Is it a conversation? Did you have multiple conversations with Durant about the Knicks? I started on Durant much earlier. Yeah. And what you? What were his reservations? I mean, give us a little of the back and forth. I don't know. I would never say that I know. Okay. He never gave me any indication. He just, you know, went in a different direction. I just worked. Did it. you think He's he the was best? Did, By the way, I love him. Did you think he was coming to the Knicks? Yes. What made you think that? Um, 
making, I thought he was coming to New York. I was right. Yeah. I yeah. just never crossed my mind that the Brooklyn Nets were in play. Did you know him and Kyrie were coming as a pair? I knew that they had a relationship. I and AJ, my brother AJ, spent yep. all our time pounding the Kemba Durant combo instead of the Kyrie Durant combo. So I was probably, you know, listen, here's the problem with being a fan you're delusional. Yeah. No, you Kemba and Durant would have been great. You know great. why I'm unstoppable in business? I have no feelings. Mag, I'm a robot. Like, if somebody screws me, I don't care. If I make money, I don't care. I'm an unemotional robot. Do you know why I'm a prop? Do you know why I punch old men at Jets games? Because I'm emotional. <laughs> Wait, but you're a robot, but you're passionate, but you, the these team. are both things. These things are both true. Yeah, but sports, You're not feeling agnostic. Sports, you're, you're a massive fan. Sports is the one place where I don't have complete and utter control, which is where I'm getting to the story, which is, had it just been business, I would have known that Durant wasn't coming. Because it bled into fandom, uh, I got, got delusional. Okay. Right, you clouded your judgment. Yes. Um, okay. I want to ask you about Gase. Yes. I'm not a huge Adam Gase fan. Well, listen. I, I don't think he's a great head coach. I understand. Now, I want to get your thoughts. Do you think Adam Gase is a good head coach? I do. You do? I Tell do. me why. I think he's wildly underrated around the thing that matters to me the most, which is called circumstance. I, I think sports coaches... Let's make this a bigger conversation. So the answer is yes on Gase, and okay. I think we'll see that play out one way or the other, and I'm happy to be, I thought Patrick Mahomes was not gonna be good. Uh, not, I'm not no, right about everything. You. Like, you know, here's where, I, here's where I stand on Gase, and I think, we, I think this program needs to make this a, you, I think you two can take the baton on this. Okay. I think coaching needs to be evaluated more. Phil Jackson is the all-time most overrated coach in the history of sports. Like, I'm tired of these coaches that have, all-time athletes cloud their actual impact, right? Like, I think this really matters. Okay, so you think, though, but you need Phil leadership, Phil was a product of right? Scotty and Michael. But Le- you, you need leadership. You're and not- Kobe and, and Shaq. Shaq and uncomfortably got outcoached by Larry Brown. Uncomfortably, fan. Yes. Guys, if you're watching, right, listening right now, guys and girls, if you know sports at all, that wasn't... That, if you're the greatest Zen master of all time then Larry Brown is the emperor because he clowned you in coach. Clowned you. He did, yeah. he did. That was a bizarre team, though, with and by Malone the way, on it and Gary. All these coaches that, co- like, like, listen. I mean, look, Belichick, that Matt Castle year really matters to me, the way I judge. It does. So where does the leadership then come from if not from the coach, just the players themselves? Oh, no, no, leadership matters. And everybody has their different style. And, Mag, I'll, I'll agree with you. Like, look, Gaze is a young coach. There's a lot to evolve there. I'm sure Belichick in Cleveland was a different guy than he was in New England. Like, I, I think that, I think people misunderstand circumstances though. Like, Jeff fans, listen, I get as mad as anybody else. Go and Google my, Google me and Jets and all you see is me booing every draft pick <laughs> on ESPN my whole life. I think, I think people know where I stand. I'm not, I'm, I have no interest in pom-poms. I, I am the historic, historic greatest hater of Mike McCagden. Greatest hater of all time. Yeah. Think he makes Idzik look like the greatest executive of all time. <laughs> McCagden was terrible. Moose, he terrible. walked in. Idzik walked in with Mike T's issues with the cap. Granted, 12 horrible picks except for Quincy. I get yeah. all that. But he had 12 seconds. Mike walked in with a clean cap. All his money went to Revis, Wilkerson, like Tremaine Johnson. Like, all drafted, no, I all time. And yeah, but all Gary, told you me know was about he was that, a great scout. But you know that Revis contract. What was that? That was the owner. That's you. That's what you're hoping in 23 years That's or, or whatever. 
you are the one who's also the fan who's sitting there and maybe saying, let's bring Jamal Adams back at 50 or whatever Look, the case would have been. Let you know. me be frank. When I own the Jets, I'll be the GM. I might coach and I might even take a snap. Like, I'm like, <laughs> screw it. Like, if I own this thing, the, I want to be on the, the field. Privileges. I might be the first 80 year old owner punting. No, that's like Phil Knight. No, listen, always, listen, I think a great leader call the, call needs to make the binary decision of who runs the show and then get out of the way. I get to pick who the GM is, but then I need to let her or him run the show, but I also am gonna mandate that I get the seventh round pick. No, Gary, <laughs> yeah. Because at that point, it doesn't matter, it's all UDFA anyway, and I wanna make an emotional intelligence pick because I think a lot of these GMs, and Mac was guilty of this, do not factor in the human element. You can't take the kid from Florida in the third round no. last year. Yeah. Everybody knows, the, the kid's out of the league. Yeah, yeah. Kid, right. The kid's out of the league. Went to Seattle, yeah. The kid's out of the league, there, right. Moose. Exactly what are we right. doing here? That's a terrible it's a top 100 pick. Well, but the other thing, Gary. We took Hackenberg, are you nuts? Well, how do you allow a guy run the draft and free agency and then you throw him out the door and bring in Joe Douglas? Well, listen, I'll be what honest with that, you. Gary? I'm so happy about Joe Douglas. I could care less if they cleared the whole team and start. I'm so, honestly, listen, I think the NFL is more GM quarterback. I, I actually believe this. I believe the killer combo of the three with the coach involved. I actually think the killer combo is the GM quarterback. And that's not talked about a lot. The GM is a factor. I don't think people understand. Well, of course, in any salary cap sport, the GM has to do all the lion's yeah. share. It's everything. It and is. these guys deal with so much. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk in studio with us amidst a pandemic. How about this guy? Rockstar comes in talking about the Jets. He wants to take your calls because he is a fan of this radio station since he's a young kid immigrated into this country from Belarus and picked up WFAN. It's true. It's, it's a classic tale. I mean, Mike and the Mad Dog are my uncles. <laughs> There you go. They're my uncles. Uh, that's awesome. I mean, when I, when, I, when I ran, myself when I, I mean, bro, I, I heard your name every single day, them yelling at you. Every day. I mean, when, when yelling at I you. was building, I built a wine business in New Jersey, winelibrary.com, and as soon as I got just a couple of dollars, I did a live read campaign. So like, and, and Frances, you know, Frances, I hated live reads. Oh, I hate him. He was a disaster. I wanted to punch him <laughs> in his fat face. I couldn't deal with the way he read it. So I called the fan after two days and said, if Mad Dog doesn't read my stuff, I'm gonna completely pull my ad spend. And Mad Dog, you know, Chris was great. Yeah, well then the mispronunciations. Malbec. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was, that was great. You know what was my favorite part during that era? Is when the Yankees just wanted to sign everybody and Mad Dog would just lose his mind. Oh. Griffey in center was one of the greatest moments on fan history. He's like, <laughs> you Yankee fans, what do you want, Griffey in center? Like, like he would just go nuts. Well, the classic one was Mattingly and Will Clark. Remember when they yes. used to always argue about oh. that day in and day out, who was the better first baseman? I mean, if you go back way back when, the classic Mike and the Mad Dog. The on, literally the only issue with Mike and the Dog in that great run was the Rangers had that great run and those two combined knew one percent about hockey. <laughs> that was maybe the one miss. But other than that, I mean, my one of my favorite days in high school history was driving uh, home one night and uh, hearing the breaking news that Kotite was the Jets coach <laughs> from the fans. Started crying on the spot. My mom thought something was wrong with me. <laughs> and you were right. Literally, there would be more tears 20, to come. Twenty Garrett. sports, big news out of Hostra. The Jets have signed Rich Kotite for I, and I just start crying. Okay. Just start crying. My mom's like, what's wrong? I'm like, the next five years of my life are ruined. Gary, yeah. uh, you're, you're a CEO, you're a leader, right? Yes. We've talked about, and Maggie and I were talking about the NBA's decision last night. We're left in no it. choice, right? Love it. Board of Governors for the National Hockey League are meeting at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Conference tournaments are still going on. NCAA tournament as we sit I here and speak. just give a hot take? The, Gary Bettman's one of the worst commissioners in the history of sports. That's not a hot take. That's, a, that's just a regular Fact, take. Right? Okay, yeah. keep going. I just needed to sneak that in. Do you think the NHL suspends By the way, I got a... 
good. I got a real hot take. I think Linda Cohen should be the commissioner of hockey. She's great. She's great. She's great. I think, uh, let's just get that. Can we get that going? Let's get yeah, that trending. I think the fan has enough power. Can we get that we going? Should. Do you think the tournament and the NHL Cohen. should go on? I think I think things should go on without fans in attendance is something I would do. You would do? I would. Okay, we want to get your calls for Gary V. Yes. We need to get Gary's uh, thoughts on the Knicks and specifically James Dolan. I want to get trading Dolan. cards, too. <laughs> we'll get yeah, to we trading need to make, cards we need well. to make callers some money. And honestly, we should also debate that maybe I should join as the third person on this show. What's that? I, I think I want to be full-time with you yeah, guys. Yeah, why not? From now You're on hired. In. Just we are, MMG. That's it. <laughs> we have no authority to do this. You are hired. I don't know if we could afford you. Yeah. Um, free. Oh, we free. Are gonna there go, you go, Gary. Amazing. We're going to go Instagram live at M&MWFAN in the break so you can uh, get some behind the scenes. Gary's got his camera crew here. Lovely ladies, thank you for coming in. Yes. More on the other side with Gary Vaynerchuk. Musa Maggie with you on The Fan New York. <laughs> Gary V. Biggest Jets fan that you'll ever encounter, Knicks fan as well. We're getting the news that someone the Knicks we all wish they had drafted, and Donovan Mitchell has now tested positive for the coronavirus. Of course, teammate he's of Rudy Gobert, Jazz teammate, and of his father works for the longtime um, employee of the New York Mets. Correct. Um, on the marketing side, I believe, the PR side, not not on the baseball side. But um, wow, this thing is just happening. And Gary, for being the Knicks fan that you are, you know what? What's the advice? To Dolan, and and maybe not even just as a Knicks fan. You're also a social media guru. You're like a brand. You're a better branding person than I think Steve Stout would ever try to be. Yeah. What what do you want to? What would you say to Dolan if you can get in a room with him? Make the Knicks cool. <laughs> oh, we got to turn on Gary's mic. So Steve Stout can do that as good as anybody on earth. I mean that. So I think they've got a good guy there with that. I'm I'm a big fan of what Steve can make the Knicks cool. It's not about cool. It's about ownership and leadership, both on the player side management and ownership starting a conversation with fans like you know back to when i dream up me being a jet fan right so like uh, excuse me uh, being a jets owner like i'll go live for four hours and answer questions i'm not scared any question when you fear questions from the fan base it leads to contentious relationships like every jet fan's like sign jamal to a long term lock up robbie anderson like good what do you want joe douglas to do have no offensive linemen like we have a cap Mm -hmm. this isn't the yankees right right like like you know so like I would be not like Gary. What we Robbie's a hometown kid. Why didn't you sign him? Because twelve million dollars a year for a, a receiver is a problem in one of the greatest receiving drafts of all time. Right. What do you want me to do, Carl from Staten Island? <laughs> right. So you know, so like, it's about transparency. It's about saying. transparency. Yeah. Don't be scared. Right. But with Dolan, we're at a stage stage here, Gary, and you know this better than anybody. There's such distrust oh, it's on and tilt. hatred. It's on tilt. Right against the owner. How exactly? There's now, only one thing that he can do. Well, win. Yes, that's fair. Two things. Win or go direct to fan. And that is not his DNA. Can't do it. He thinks he's right. That's why. He, he's taking on something that is an impossible force. So if Dolan asked you your, his advice, like if Dolan you know, called you up, Gary, and said, what, what, would, what do you think I should do to try and turn the tide here? Let everybody in at 4 p.m. on a game, stand in the middle of court, and do Q&A and live stream it. That's what you'd do? That's what I would do. Answer all the questions. He might have an answer that would surprise all of us. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. He just doesn't well, do it. The only what times he, we hear what, from him. First of all, he can never lie, but what if he sits there and says, you know when we took Frederick Weiss, I was yelling to take Ron Artest. I bet you a lot of Nick fans would have been pumped. I'd like to know that. Yeah, I would like to know that as well. I know, but when you say the buck there. stops with me, don't I ultimately make the decision? Maybe well, he felt like he didn't want to. Didn't we just talk about the other way? Where like we got to get out of yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, that's right? true. I mean, listen, like this is where it comes down to. Fans are going to be fans. By the way, fan start is short for fanatic. Yes. Let's just all remind each other. Fan, 
yes. is short for fanatic. We're all Monday morning quarterbacks. This, that, the other thing. People need to own it. You know, like we need to, you know, and so I think the owner, that's what I would do. Do you think it's important and imperative for him to patch things up with Oakley? For the hardcore fan? Yes. Yeah. But listen, it, you know, I, I have zero knowledge of what's going on there. That was just super ugly. But for the hardcore fan, of course. How about Spike Lee? Of course. How about for anybody? Yeah. yeah. You're the owner. Right. <laughs> you have to you have to be the bigger person in every single situation. Good news, you have the leverage to be. Yeah, exactly. But that you look at you look at their press releases. They have no they have no thought to de-escalate situations ever. They only want to escalate. They only ever double down. I have a lot of business friends who know him pretty well and there's like a lot of people that truly aren't delusional and aren't interested in bullcrapping me that have a lot of fondness towards him. I think we all know people that are different in different kind of settings. Some people are awesome one-on-three. Some people are great one-on-one. Some people are great one-on-ten. Some people are terrible at 50,000 to one. Some are great 50,000 to one. It's not working, so trying something new might be interesting. Gary, when did you first realize that you know your sort of message, your, your ethos, I, I, I don't want to distill it down to one thing because it's a lot of things, but I would say at the backbone of what you try to preach to people is find what you do and what you love and what you're good at and drill down on that so hard that that's what becomes your success. If I may, I, yeah. I think that's kind of... It's definitely one of my core one things. One of your core things, right, is find what you do. Self-awareness, self-esteem, not worry about other people's judgment, mm-hmm. you know? When did you first realize that was landing in the sports community? Like, that, that message and, and you were getting traction in this world? It all kind of was happening over the last 10 years. You know, I started a wine show on YouTube in 2006. That got big. I started getting different messages. Like, you know, so like, I, you know, really the last five to six years, it got really crazy. You yeah. Know? Was, so the last five, six years, it gets really crazy. We're going to get to your calls. We got Ira and it's a couple of I want fans. Ira. Yeah, you got it. Uh, we'll get to him Ira's always first. <laughs> so, Gary, but if someone is just starting out yes. and looking to, you know, looking to be successful, finding a path. Patience. Patience. Moose, that's where everyone's getting, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to get into cryptocurrency and be a millionaire next week. Do you believe in cryptocurrency? Of course. Blockchain is a fundamental technology of the future. Do I know what Bitcoin's going to do or Ethereum or things of that nature? No, that's a little harder. But the the underlining technology of blockchain is a game changer like the internet was. So patience, that would basically, anybody coming into the marketplace, whatever you want to do, you have to be patient. I know my friend Ken Skelfo is listening right now. Yeah. He knows every day in high school from freshman year on, every weekend and every summer vacation when people did cool things and all that, I worked in my dad's liquor store. I worked every day from 14. I got discovered by the masses, to your answer your question, yeah. Maggie, five years ago because I put in 25, 30 years of work. Right. Gary, let's head out to uh, Staten Island. You want to talk a it's little bit? great Jets? message. Here you go. It's Ira in Staten Island. He is Mr. Jet here on he the is. fan. Ira, what's going on, buddy? Gary V's with us. Hey. Good morning, Maggie. Good morning, Moose and Gary. What's going on, my man? Hey, How are you? Good to see you, brother. Hey, so you know, every you know, it's funny. You're so right about the fans. Everybody said, "Oh, yeah, sign Robbie, sign this guy, throw a you know, hundred million here." But you're right. You know, you have to take a back seat. I, I have a lot of faith in Douglas. He has to prove it first. This is yep. his first you know, crack at it. Yep. But I think he, I think he's going to get days to right ammunition to put a competitive, maybe winning team on the field. But he has to prove it first. But I do feel good with the organization, with Douglas's team, and we're going to see what he's going to give the head coach, and we're going to see where he is. We've got the quarterback. Defensively, we've got some pieces. You have to see what type of team Douglas is going to build, and I think he's going to do it the smart way. He's not going to spend you know, you know, know, ridiculous money, like you mentioned, Revis, Wilkerson. You could go on and on and on with the band, Tremaine Johnson. 
you know, in years. I, I think that's come to a change now. I, I could, Ira, I couldn't agree more. And and to your point, I li- listen, I want the Jets to win so bad I can't breathe. But we have a lot of holes. Yeah, a lot you of do. Work. Yes, a lot we of work. T- t- but Donald see, can it, make up for a lot of it. He can, you but do. you need to give him an offensive line. Sure. And we have a lot of holes there. Agreed. I mean, listen, Jordan Jenkins is one of our best players, free agent. Like, Robbie, free agent. Like, like we've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But We're that's, far away. That's the thing about preaching. We're far away. Real quick. You're far. Guys. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's listening. We're far away. Like, you know, you want to hate gays, you want to think that Darnold's not the guy, good news, you're going to have a great year next year. We're far away. We had the easiest schedule in the history of the NFL this last year. Like, don't get it confused. Next year is going to be a problem. We got a lot of work to do. But in 36 months, it could get good. Let's stay patient and let them build. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that, yeah, patience, which Jets, and Jets somebody's gonna call saying. Right, yeah. somebody's going to call right now, Gary, it's Dominic from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> I don't want to hear patience. I've been waiting 49 years. I get it, bro. Yeah. Me too. What are you, you yelling at me and Maggie? It's not going to do anything about it. No, it's not going to do anything, but you can understand the frustration level He's from living the Jets I've watched you, every snap of a Jets. know Je- it. Moose, I've watched every snap of a New York Jets game since 1982. You haven't let missed me, one snap. Me, I have... Physically watched a snap of every Jets game since 1982. It's impressive. My cousin Bobby left at halftime on the Monday Night Miracle. Me and AJ sat there. My mom called me. He was in eighth grade. Bring him home. He's got school tomorrow. Mom, I don't miss plays. Every snap, all of it. Vance Joseph, I, I know I can tell you everything about everything. I know when Altoon got his final concussion in Denver, Scott Mercero, I know every snap. I'm 44 years old, 1982. Eric Godfrey makes me a Jets fan. We get to the AFC Championship game. A.J. Dewey becomes the single human I hate the most in the world. Yeah. Five years later, I finally have a brother. They name him A.J. It's, I don't even understand how life does this for me. I, I've been to every AFC Championship game. I had 102 fever. I had corona in 1998 and went to Denver and sat in the, that game. You know, wind, Elway said that it was the windiest game. Blake Spence blocked that punt in my face. We were up 10 nothing. I remember. I, the Falcons, I was going. We beat the Falcons that year earlier. This, that, I've been through it all. The catch by McCaffrey I, out there. In I drove up 95 to lose 60 to nothing to the Patriots because we <laughs> lost to them five weeks later. And we beat those. I, I hate so those what? guys. Okay, but you're Maggie, best hold ball. on. Yeah. I drove up there like I was going to get murdered. Like I was, there was a fan five rows in front of us trying to kill us the whole time. We stunned them. Sean Green laid on the pillow. That kid tried to run out because the game was over. I made the most athletic move of my life. I sat in the middle of the row. I dove and grabbed him. Said, "Where the thi- where the hell do you think you're going?" I went. <laughs> I listen. I've been patient. But guess what? We have a lot of holes. McCagden was the worst. The single worst GM in NFL history. Let's get it through our thick heads. All-time worst. The worst. He blew it. And now you got Every pick Douglas. sucked. All of them. And then he's a, he traded. Like, he could Guys, we needed a quarterback. To, the year before Donald. We needed a quarterback. Let me remind Jet fans who was drafted. Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. I love Jamal. He's my favorite human on earth. We needed a quarterback. We needed. We didn't have to trade. But he took Sam. He traded four picks. I know. Guys, we needed a quarterback. Deshaun Watson and, and, and Maggie. Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes went seven and ten. Yes. We went. We took a safety back to back. Marcus May is one of the best. I love. We took two safeties back to back in the modern NFL. We had no offense. That was McCagnin. What are we doing here? Can somebody, this is the 
Well done. Thank Barry. you. And by the way, really, by the way, Steve good. Kerr is coaching the worst team in basketball right now. I don't want to hear anybody telling me that I'm wrong about this coaching thing. Four oh, minutes ago, he's the greatest genius of all time. Now he can't, right. Now he doesn't Come have on. the talent. Right. Yeah. Talent plays. Well, Moose, co- let's educate people. Well, I agree with you, talent I think, plays. I think the Draymond Green Hall of Fame candidacy took a hit. But you year. know this, Gary. You got to deal with. By the, the way, Draymond's amazing mentally. Well, yeah, it's scary what he but, is. But, but Gary, here's I want one him thing. to be the Jets coach one day. You also <laughs> come with the coaching, you can look at the X's and O's. Managing egos. Of course. You've got to be. Oh, this able is all EQ. To, I, th- that, there's it's no, all EQ. Well, that's no doubt about it. By the way, Tory credit. You bring up 96. After that, 98, 99, 2000, when the Yankees started, get guys obviously started. They won. Guys started. Tory was a great manager of egos. And then Bro, NBA. Don't give me this Tory argument. Why wasn't he a great manager of egos in Atlanta and St. Louis? <laughs> well, I get Moose. it. Guys get he better. He got Derek Jeter. But Gary, let me he ask you this. He got Derek Jeter. Are you the same businessman now at 44 than you were at 28? I respect that, but. but, but <laughs> no, you're not. You're but, better now, right? Me. I respect that on experience, but not on emotional intelligence. Okay. All right. I mean that, Moose. Okay. And so, on that note, let me just say this. We needed a quarterback two years ago. Josh McCown McCown is maybe my favorite human I've met in sports, by the way. Yes. I love him. Has nothing to do with Josh. The New York Jets needed a quarterback. We had the pick. Deshaun Watson (laughs) and Patrick Patrick Mahomes. I know, but this is why when people say. No, no, hold on. I need this fan base to understand (laughs) Why they have to be patient. No, I we get We went it. through. We get you had a bad GM. No, no. The worst. A, no, no. Keep going with me. The all-time worst GM ever. Yes. There you yeah. go. <laughs> and by the way, Mike is a remarkable, nice. This, this very is a, nice guy. I really like him. I love Starbucks. I want to be very fair here. As a human. Always had a Starbucks. But this is a results fan. business. I know, but you know what, Gary? It's funny because I get a lot of criticism about this when I say that the quarterback spot is different in the draft when people say, no, you got to draft best available. It's the best available talent on the board. And I say, well, except for the quarterback. The quarterback changes that equation. But there are guys out Who's there, people listening to this radio station. They're wrong. Who, you're, you're right. Who will say that right. you have to. And that's how you get Jamal. Based of, best available. That's how, how you, you get Leonard hey, Williams. Hey, fans, you want to take another defensive lineman on best available? <laughs> We've taken the best available defensive lineman right, for I a decade. It. But here's the one thing. When you look at that Adams pick, they didn't expect him to be there, number one. I Crap, Number two is there was criticism, Moose, even though we I needed like, a quarterback. But even Deshaun though, Watson. But hold on a second, Gary. Even though they and I love Watson coming out of Clemson, he was a Me big too. game player, right? I was not a Mahomes believer coming out Me of Texas. Me neither. But State. guess what? We're not the GMs of NFL teams that spent twenty four right, hours a day. On I, this. I don't disagree with you. If I, I was doing that, I would have known what kind of mentality he was. I didn't know what kind of kid he was. Yes. I just remembered his dad threw a good curveball. <laughs> I didn't know anything else. I'm not watching Texas Tech. Come on. But this is what they the do Jets, for a living. They got Adams and they got your guy. Get out of here. Get out of here. I want those picks back. I want Quinn Nelson holding down my offensive yeah, line, yeah, well, guys. I know. I well, that's what people will I say. I want those two second-round picks. Me. I know. And now they're going to end up having to address a lot in free agency. You work with Leonard Williams. By the way, before we get to work, one of my friends, Matt Hilsick, like, but look what McCacken did with Bones Jones and Eli McGuire were their arguments. All right. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Gary. Yes, who's I work with Leonard. Who's the, He's the best We'll get to Leonard too. here for a second. Best what, hair ever. What, which one in your inner circle do you call to go on your jet rants to? Is there four or five individuals? My brother, my brother. Do you have them yes, on a rotation? A, my Jets thread, right? I'm, I'm, yep, there it is. It's on fire right now. 
Al's my Al is Al. My friend Al is most like Ira. Like no, actually Ira's normal. Like look, look, just lose it. Like more like Beningo, right? Like yeah, just yeah. loses his. We all have our personality traits. Yeah, right. Playa makes pretend he doesn't care and like doesn't watch. <laughs> my bro, Alex Klein is like Alex and Ari are the, are the optimists. They're like Mets. Like they think the Mets are gonna make the playoffs this year. Like they're optimistic. My brother is just like super practical, which is why he's a good agent now, right. and that's why he does that. I. I can run really hot. I basically, I, I love to like hedge my hot takes. You know, like I'll come out and be like, this guy's gonna be the worst player ever. And then like four weeks later, drop a thing that says something <laughs> like, you know, I really like the way he plays in these diligent moments, just in case in four years I have to screen shoot it. Yeah, you don't so want the, the freezing sides. cold takes right. to come back to you. Okay, But well, let me let me tell you one take I will never get off of. What's up? Matt, Mike McCagney is the worst gentleman. We needed a quarterback in that draft. Deshaun Watson was a guys. Deshaun Watson's I, I, an all-time human I, being. I, I know he's an all-time human being. He's a good let man. alone, he's I know. A, I mean, he's going to be the face of the league. We yeah. know that. Leonard Williams. Yes. You know him. You work with yes. him. He's one of your guys. Yes. If they franchise tag him, yes. is he going to hold out, not sign that tag? You'll appreciate this. I own the majority of Vayner Sports. I'm not his agent. Brandon Parker, the son of the great Eugene Parker, sure. yeah. is uh, is with us and represents him. I don't know. Uh, it does. This I'm ne- literally telling you this like a fan, as Gary V, not even as Vayner Sports. It doesn't seem in Leonard's personality trait to do that. To hold out. To hold That's out. Right. You right. think he would? You think? But he, would he did say he wanted. He wanted to test the market in free agency. He wanted the best. Of course, we want to test the market. Yeah. Right. Do you but, know how good Leonard Williams is? If you're in advanced metrics and you actually understand, I know what Jet fans think. Listen, I want I want more sacks too. The, the, if you look at his advanced metrics on what the run game happens, what he does for other players, he's a real football player. Yeah, yeah. but against the run, he's so much better than against the, the pass, and it's a passing league. No, no. You're talking about spending a lot of money on a guy who's got a limited skill set. But if you look at what he does when he takes double teams and what – do you think Henry Anderson <laughs> – had the season he had without, without Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams. No, it's it really all connected. It all it's all connected. Listen, it all we look at, listen, one of the things Vayner Sports, AJ analyzed every punt in the NFL for Jordan Berry, one of our clients. We look at these metrics. They matter. What's happened in baseball will come to football, and in that, people like Leonard Williams will shine. Okay, but the thing about Please. it in the salary cap, yep. in a salary cap sport, is you have to say how, many, how much resources, how big of a slice of the pie do we give a guy who we got to go through and sift through all the metrics? And the, we, guy, the guy traded a top 100 pick for him. Yeah. Oh, it'd well, be silly with, now to let him well, go. Well, that, that's I mean, the point. Not I mean, Leonard I mean, wants it, though. You've got to do the best well, for your Gary, I know you yeah, don't I mean, represent First him. of all, I hate the Giants more than breathing. Second of all, like, I have no say because I'm not actually the agent. Third of all, you're right. Like, well, do you think Leonard Williams is happy being a Giant? I think Leonard likes New York a lot. Yeah, I do. I don't, I, you'll appreciate this, and I think you guys can see that. I'll shoot it straight. Yeah. Since I haven't had the convo, yeah. I don't know. And more importantly, it's really not my place because it's really Brandon Parker's sure. place. Um, but Leonard loves New York, you know. Uh, Leonard is just like he's he wants to win for sure. That I can tell you. There's a thing I know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, if you haven't been to the playoffs and things of that nature, um, but who doesn't want to test open market? Yeah, he just I, might not get the well, chance. You want to get paid? He might not. No doubt. And by the way, getting top five money is not the worst thing in the world. I got He's a I, young kid. Before we Giants go to another call like here, that. Gary, I know I got to ask you about trading cards. Yeah, yeah thanks a, for bringing them yeah, in. Yeah, open a pack of the yeah, okay. So Listen, so, very simply, like, in Yeah, the last... I mean, because I collected cards. I used to go to card shows with my uncle and my dad and it's my back. cousin growing up in, in Queens, throughout to, New go York. Go to eBay completed items, go to StockX. Between the sneaker kids that flip, between dads that are 45 that have kids now, between gambling, you could pull a... You, both of you right now could pull a hundred of a $5,000 Zion. That could happen right now, right here. You know I'm going to pull, like, a uh, Ike Diago. <laughs> 
but thank you. I'll pull a Frank Nilakina. Oh, Montrez Harrell. I got a Andre Drummond. Bogdan Bogdanovich. James Harden. Jamal Hardaway, Murray. Steph Curry. Danilo Gallinari. Oh, hey. Danilo. Another mistake. So what made you get mistake. back into it? Gary, what made you get back into trading cards? Nothing made me. I just watched trends and I started reading DMs on Instagram and looking on Twitter and and looking on YouTube, people opening up packs, breakers, all this stuff. And it's just obvious to me that sport cards are back. Just to give listeners a comp, a Luka Donic rookie card nine months ago was $35. Now it's 600 Imagine buying 10 of those. Yeah, okay, but as fast nice as this is rising, is it going to fall too? Do you expect this to be a short-lived sort of phenomenon again? If you, if you buy Jordan rookies, Brady, all these guys I hate, you know, if you buy <laughs> if you buy iconic Will Chamberlain's things of that nature. No, they maintain. They maintain. I think LeBron is this. I'd, I'd rather buy LeBron than a, than a Bond. That's how locked in it is. And then you ride waves. I bought a ton of Pete Alonzo's before this season because if he hits 50 homers again, that card's going to go through the roof because he's popular. He's New York and... People love the long ball. So it's it's gambling. Do you, a lot, a lot do you have any interest right now, to buy the Mets? No. I, I grew up a huge Yankees fan. Right, right. I was a Jersey Yankee Jet fan. Okay, so, so not, not even just because they're available. Not even because they're just Not just available. to get in the game. Now, here's the one thing about cards, right? But you could talk about a card being worth $3,000, $4,600. Yes. You still have to find that person that's willing to put that money down. It's called down. eBay. <laughs> Brother, the doing shows at the at the Raritan Expo Center or like Phillipsburg Mall, those days are over. You go to eBay and you make money. I've got kids literally within three months of listening to my content on Instagram and my podcast emailing me saying I started with 40 bucks, showing me their bank account, like their Wells Fargo bank account screenshot, 40 bucks, 4,000 bucks because they were right about Alonzo or Acuna or Torres on the Yanks or or Luca or Giannis or LeBron. Okay, we're going to take a call, but I also want to get your forecast on, you can tell us what the next thing is that's coming. Rob is in Edison, New Jersey. Rob, Edison. you're on with Gary V. What's up? Rob? Robbie. Rob. Uh, Rob dropped off. All right, no, Rob. What's next, Gary? What's, what's on the horizon once we get past the COVID-19 and... You know, once we can start looking ahead to business as usual, what what do you foresee? What's the thing that's got you excited besides cards for the next? You'll appreciate this. I don't like saying things that I don't believe. Really, the only thing that's on my, which is wildly ironic to be on the fan talking about it, is sports cards. I think that between gambling culture and sneaker flipper culture and entrepreneur culture, knowing a lot of people, there are a lot of people listening right now that love to gamble on sports to make it more interesting. What also can do that is sports cards. You buy 10 Luka rookies, you're going to find yourself caring about the Mavericks opening playoffs. <laughs> a lot more. That's right. So, you know, I, I look, I was right about TikTok, you know. Yeah, I, I, I would say. I have a knack for that. You're right. But one you of the were reasons, one of the first investors in Twitter, no? And Facebook. And Facebook. And Tumblr. Oh. And Uber. Yep. Yes, I'm good at this. You, you, Gary, can I get your email? I would sure like some can. advice, please. Uh, it's Gary at <laughs> VaynerMedia.com. Moose, I'm telling you right now. I'm being real serious. Yeah. And everybody's listening, don't go on eBay now and buy something random. Spend 10 hours of doing research, blow out cards forum, go on Twitter, follow a bunch of Instagram accounts, uh, learn. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of money and fun. You don't. You can spend 100 bucks. Oh, it's great. On a baseball prospect, right? You want to get excited? You, you, you're a Dodgers fan? Buy, buy 50 Gavin Lux rookie cards mm -hmm. and watch yourself really enjoy the Dodgers even a little more. I mean, baseball's boring for a lot of people. So buying some prospects and, and watching And then you see season, that value go up and then being able to turn, I mean, flip to that card. I mean, Jr., Vlad Jr., Acuna, Soto in Washington. Like, it's there's so many amazing players. Um, soccer cards, wrestling cards, uh, video game culture keeps exploding. Um, everybody at home right now needs to be realizing the internet is their power tool 
Social media is not changing us; it's exposing us. These are the things I think about. You yeah. know, Gary, you, yes, you're, as you were run, run through and Maggie was run through, you do have a knack of being ahead of the curve, right? But if I asked, you're 44 now, right? Yes. S- say if I asked Gary, the 28 year old, right, something that you would get, advise that 28 year old, not about an investment, but something that maybe you learned over the last 15 or 16 years. Take, you, take a couple more days off and have fun with your friends. I was obsessed, Moose. Yeah. I went too hard. Yeah. I went 110, and 99 would have gotten me pretty much there. It wasn't balanced. It wasn't balanced enough. I just went too hard. But I was too happy. It would be hard to give that 28-year-old, that 25-year-old that advice because I was still too happy. You were enjoying what you were doing. But do I regret a couple of weekends with Garrett Van Fleet or T. Adam or the Braun brothers? Like, like I just I love my game so much that I get in a cocoon. It's hard to be a workaholic when you're just so happy. It's hard when you're yeah. happy. When you enjoy what you're doing, it it's doesn't seem like work. It's hard. Yeah. Like, I, I literally feel like I could sit here and do 24 hours on the fan doing calls for the rest of my life because this is something else that I really love. Well, you could Listen, I, I, I feel like we should can just... We can can we do this? Do we have to go to the break or can we sneak one call? Like, what's happening here? I want to get one more, like... <laughs> let's. Can we just talk about one very important thing? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> we needed a quarterback. I guess. <laughs> no, I... I, I don't think Jet fans are... are being fair about this. They're going to judge. We can't go back, Gary. We can't go back. I feel like in business. No, no, you're very right. I love where you went with that. No, no, you cannot go back, but you have to contextualize why we're here. Right. To ask Sam and Mac and Gaze to like do things for you. I don't think people understand where our, go talk to league executives of where the Jets roster is. Mac's got, excuse me, Douglas has a lot of work. He's got a lot of work to do. That's why he got the big contract. Got to revamp that entire (laughs) offensive line. He's got to revamp the team. All right, let's go back to 06, right? You talked about the fact you had successful YouTube wine and yes. everything like that. Give everybody out there an affordable wine. Oh, I love that. That you love. So I love Portuguese reds. Okay. So Douro, D-O-U-R-O, or Dow, D-O-A. Uh, those are regions in Portugal. You can buy 8 to $12 wines that drink like $30 wines all day long. All day long. All day long. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so I think Portugal is something people should add to their repertoire. And if you're a wine drinker, here's the number one rule. Try new things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Try new things. That's just good life advice. It's yeah. good life advice. But people, like, they find a Pinot Noir or Pinot Grigio, and then they drink it, like, as the cure. <laughs> like, try, try new things. Amazing. For sure. And did you know when you gave Monzo $660 that it was Monzo from FAN? I did not. <laughs> I'm going so fast on Twitter. I didn't, Monzo. It was so interesting. I was going so fast that, it was, you know, we were. I just like doing fun stuff on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, it's great. Like, I'm, you know, you mentioned it before, Mike. Like, I'm a big karma guy. Yep. Like, I think putting in, it just matters. Giving back. Kindness matters. Yep. Yeah. Optimism matters. Like, this stuff matters. Now more than ever. In, 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 yeah, Jesus. Speak about it. Yeah, like, I you know. know, and so... Um, yeah, just I believe in that stuff. So I was just having fun, and and look, and now we've we're having this fun, and and I've been able to say my piece on on the quarterback situation of the team. <laughs> we're, we're glad that you could set the record straight on the quarterback situation. And the coaching the, thing, guys, you have to take yeah. that baton. Okay, Steve Kerr. Yes, we know. And don't Kerr give me that Tory. Like Tory has a lot of data. Tory, like seriously though, this is important to okay, me. Wait. Players play. So in Horace your, Grant is not as good as you think <laughs> no, he is. In your never-ending quest yes. to buy the Jets yes. and the end game of buying the Jets, what what is your relationship like now with the Johnsons? Do you think Zero. that they, that you are the preferred person because Zero. 
Are I, you making inroads in the league? No. You realize uh, this is league, like an yes. old boys' club. Obviously, Stephen Ross is my business partner in Vayner Sports. He owns the Dolphins. I own the Minnesota Rocker Call of Duty team in the new league with the Wilfs, yeah. the Viking owners. I have tons of other relationships, but I've been respectful of the Johnsons. I'm such a loudmouth that I'm going to buy it, and I have nowhere close to enough of money yet. It's inappropriate for me to walk around like a big shot. I don't want to be embarrassed or inappropriate. They're the current owners. They have no interest in selling. My advantage and my dream in my own mind is that there's a 20-year gap in age, which right. leads to opportunity. I'm thrilled to buy the Jets at 69 years old. Thrilled. Yeah. yeah. This is not like I need it tomorrow. Right. So, no, I've never reached out. I mean, obviously, we used to work with the Jets and do their social media. Matt Higgins, who used to be the president there, went to Ross's company. That's how the whole VaynerMedia thing happened. So, I mean... Fred Manjone and Jess Chacon. I mean, I love so many people at the Jets. Uh, Jaime, like, th- th- yeah, I love yeah. that crew, yeah. but I have never made any advances, have never sat down. I- I've never even met Chris. Like, I don't, I don't think it's a pro, what am I gonna say? Hey, like, I'm not a doof, <laughs> I'm not a doof, man. Like, I- Listen, am I talking about it? Yes, it makes me happy to call my shots. I right. like calling my shots. I think it's fun. I enjoy it, it keeps me accountable. Sure. It makes it fun for me. I like putting pressure on myself, it's fun. I like the people that want me to do it. I like the people that are like, look at this idiot, he'll never do it, because I'm gonna stick it in their face like a but sword. But are you trying to represent hope to Jets fans, no? I'm trying to represent hope for myself. This is what you're working towards. Do you understand? Yep, this because is the you end. want this the payoff. Is, do you know how hard I cried when Leon Johnson threw that interception <laughs> against the Lions? I cried for 20 minutes. When Garrison Hurst... How do you Hurst, take the ball out of Neil O'Donnell's hand? Do you understand when Garrison Hurst... <laughs> the worst signing. Take the ball <laughs> Sorry. out. Parcells didn't want the ball in his hand at all costs. He put uh, no. Lucas, Leon Johnson. I almost threw a pass <laughs> in that game. Moose, he didn't want the ball in Neil's no, hands. I know. Are you kidding me? I like when, when Garrison Hurst ran that overtime game... Yeah. I cried. I was 23 years old. I cried. I know. I was at the championship game in 2010. When we lost. The coldest game I've ever been in my life in Pittsburgh. When we lost that game. Yeah. We were walking across the bridge. It was freezing. It's freezing. You know, we were walking. Cannot understate how cold it was. I grew Or overstate. My, you know, and every, all Jeff fans know we just got done winning four out of six playoff games in the last two years. Yep. And I put my hand around Al show my buddy's shoulder, and I looked at him, and we looked back at the stadium, and I looked him dead in the face. Al, if you're listening, I know you remember this. I said, we're not coming back for a long, yep. long, that was it. long time. You know when you know? Yep. When you know? It. Everyone did. I was in the press box. Tannenbaum was in the press box for some reason, banging his fist against the desk. Everyone knew it was over. You know what's interesting about that? The uh, 15 season, me and AJ went to all 16 games. Went to them all. Oh. And my dad lost his glove going into the Buffalo game because it was snowy. Yeah. yeah. And he, my dad, Sasha, still blames the reason we lost that game. <laughs> On the fact he lost his glove. He lost one of his winter gloves. That's how superstitious Russians are. It was my glove. <laughs> hey, Gary, uh, thank you for thank spending you for an doing hour this. Thank you so much. Great we got to get you on again soon. Come on in. I don't. I thought we. This is the show this now. Is this is not the show. This, this is, is the show. show. I'll take third billing. There you go. MMG. <laughs> MMG will be back after this break. Yeah. <laughs> thank Gary, you. Gary, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. You got it. All right, Musa Maggie with you. Stu Jackson's going to join us. He's the associate commissioner of the Big East Conference. Why are they still playing games amidst this coronavirus outbreak? We'll talk to Stu next. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people. You know, it's so funny. People that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, uh, because I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness, 
Uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So Dean, take it away. Which were our favorites this week? Thank you, Gary. Today's review, the most valuable podcast across the world, written in by Lex Ryder says, Gary Vee is such a genuine person. He adds so much value to my life every day. He gives away all his knowledge for free. So if you're an entrepreneur and aren't listening to this podcast every day, then you're missing out. He's honest and blunt and may not always say what you want to hear, but it's very true. If you're on the fence about listening to this podcast, just go ahead and dive in and thank me later. Thank you so much for writing in. And remember, keep leaving reviews because yours could be next.